everyone. Welcome to the PCN Podcast. I am Brazilian. Alongside me, we got AJ. On our panel today, we got Squid, Dorsey, Vape, and Bayer Leverkusen manager, special guest, Rio. Before we begin, I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Beat On, for spending 70 bucks to get the former super team, Benfica, back in gear. Thank you, Beat On. All right, on to the Super League. River Plate still undefeated. Holy crap. I don't even have anything else to say about this team other than, like, god damn, 36 goals for, 6 against, that's just mental. Like, my, I, at this point, I honestly kind of just want to call it a wrap. I think they've already won the title. Anyone? It might be a no. little early just because we're only a third of the way through the season, but they're on such a good run. They had a couple scares last night. They actually conceded three goals in two games, which is half of their goals conceded. Overconfidence can always be an issue when you're just on top for so long, but if they, they still have two games in hand and they're five points clear right now. So if they won those, they'd be 11 clear. You know, I don't know. It might be over, but we'll see. We'll see. And the mean, not so green dream meme team that is City have hauled themselves into second place. Zlatan's team's kind of connecting. Uh, Zlatan and Eric splitting 32 goals between them, 15 and 17 for each respectively. Do you think they can hold? No. <laughs> I agree. So, uh, tell us why. Yeah. The left striker. Uh, shout out to my very low power, but, uh, yeah, you know, that left striker spot, it's a bit better. <laughs> Yo, come on now. Will, Will, Will you're, you're my dog. If they end up staying, it's because of Will. In all seriousness, though, 100%. they have had an overhaul and they've signed a lot of defensive players, which has helped their defensive standings immensely. I mean, you know, that in itself boosting them up to second place. I think it's a good continuation point for them. They've built their chemistry significantly. And I think they really look to be a team competing for a top four spot, which uh, was Ibra's goal f- uh, in his first season managing, but we all know how that went. <laughs> Our boy Fozzie made a bold prediction last week about pressure making diamonds. And hey, what do you know? Sit in third place now after convincing win over NYCFC and a narrow 3-2 win over Schalke. Young boys look like they just might compete. And if they keep performing like this, who knows? I could see them easily finishing second, just like the last three Milan teams. And... Uh, I feel bad if that happens, just just because I know those players are going to be gutted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly, it's kind of a curse for that side, huh? Like it, it seems like no matter what guys, the, the Dons, uh, Young Boys, or in Milan, they just can't crack that top spot. Yeah, it's mental fragility, man. It's still early. Yeah, it's still early. <laughs> now, although they lost to Liverpool, Man United have been working nice and hard to fight for their place in the top four, and they've been rewarded. What do you think they need to keep in mind if they want to stay here? They should just keep up uh, being consistent uh, yeah, with their gameplay and also not getting you gotta just stay consistent, especially when it's your first year kind of doing your thing. Orlando, oh man, they rushed straight into it. No foreplay, and because of that, they blew their load nice and early. After we predicted them to be a top two or three team, they've regressed just a bit. By no means have they had any notably poor performances, but a draw and a loss every now and then adds up, especially for a team that admitted to competing for that top spot. Yeah, and I think, so we have the transfer window coming up next week, and they've conceded 25, which is most in the top seven, second most in the top 11. So I know they didn't have a couple of defenders on their day, but they've got to get some defensive reinforcements, just guys who can be there just in case. Otherwise, you know, conceding two goals a game like they have been, it's just not going to get you where you need to be at the end of the season. Ooh, look at me. I'm Dorsey. I know stats. Too. Dorsey knows stats. It's the truth. <laughs> 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 
right. Finally, in sixth, we got Juve. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Ooh. On Sunday, they lost both of their games. And although last night they redeemed themselves with two wins, they were narrow wins against Atlanta and PSU, both sit deep in the mid-table. What do they need to change? A loaded question. I'm sure Italiano could give you a lot of answers. You know, they they dumped a couple players, I think, after this week, and I'm sure we'll make some changes because this is not the kind of form we were used to from them. So we'll, we'll see where they're going to go. Have they fallen? From. Have they fallen from the top? What do you guys think? Yeah, they need, they, they need life alert. They need life alert? <laughs> wrap it around their neck and go ahead and hit the button? I'm just I'm just wondering. They're they're how far back? How far back are they of the first place? They're currently in sixth place. Sixth place, eight oh. points back. I don't know. Ouch. I think this year part of it is River Plate coming into the league. Absolutely. So I think that'll be really interesting to follow going forward with the whole Juve thing. And just want to give a little shout out to my boys at Lyon. We are tied with Juve on points right now, sitting there in seventh, just behind Juve and goal difference. But anyway, I want to move on to the mid-table. New York City FC look like a really interesting team. For newly promoted team, they're still doing well, but there are areas that they need to reinforce. 21 conceded and uh, 14 is pretty decent, but they have a negative three goal difference. And if you say in the negative goal difference, you know, the most you're going to get is maybe ninth, tenth place, and that's right where they are right now. Now, PSG are back in the spotlight, as they actually haven't picked up a win since they were 3-0-3. Remember the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary? Uh, they're now 3-1-9 in desperate need uh, defensive strengthening, conceding 25 goals in 12 games. What does the future have in store? So they're definitely missing Kermit the Frog, who went to Arsenal. And Excuse me, it's Lafroge. Lafroge, sorry. Uncultured uh, swine. Three goalies already this season, so they're definitely missing him and trying to struggle to replace him. But that front three of Stay High, Lupe, and Braveheart, they have six goals and five assists between them. And they've already played 21 people in the league for at least two games. So I know Sehai is working hard. He's putting a new post up every day. So, you know, I say it every week. I hope they can get it going. It's just, you know, it's a team I like to see up a little higher, but it's just not clicking yet. Mm-mm. Dorsey, Tottenham, two wins. Two One wins against Bayern, who also surprised us, but Tottenham might be on an upswing. And with PSG and Shivas's really underwhelming form, one more win could help them get out of relegation. Dorsey, are you happy? I am psyched. Mm-hmm. I am psyched for Bayern having a win and a draw last night and moving on in the cup. You know, they're making some moves. And, you know, a club like Chivas, they really need to start playing with 11 and get some more defenders on or they're going to sink into that relegation zone. So I think this will be a really fascinating bottom five or six this season. It's but, always a struggle with defenders at the bottom. It, it yeah. seems like teams can't get defenders to consistently stay. Yep. Yeah, Whatever. Bayern and Dortmund both have wins now, but still have a lot of work to do, especially defensively, because Dortmund has conceded 44 and 13. Shameful. And at this stage, as much as it pains me to say it, I believe my good old former black and yellow club is going to get relegated this season. Ouch. Unless you have a clause in your contract that forbids you from talking bad about Dortmund. Mm-hmm. I was released on not mutual terms, we'll say. <laughs> Shout out to Spicy Beetle. Uh, now with the transfer window fast approaching dorsey do you have any lowdown on some of the teams that need to make big moves yeah so i've mentioned a couple already i think one more that still is kind of sitting at mid-table that we're most surprised by is ac milan fatal enjoyment i think it's found that a lot of his players who we thought would show up more often and kind of be dedicated have not been they've got two wins and five draws in 14 games so He's just going to be looking for anybody who will show up and, and give him a good effort. And I think if he can get a couple pieces, he can kind of push up it a little bit. 
Liverpool are sitting there. They're an eighth. They're really close to that top six, but they do also have a negative goal difference like New York City as a newly promoted team. So they're in the mix, and they've got some really high-rated players, I think, in like the, the standings for team of season points and things like that. But I'm sure they'll be looking for a few pieces as well. I remember seeing one of their midfielders have like 23 key passes already, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I think Erickson for them has played like goalie and CDM and like maybe some other position. And he's only played like nine games or something, but he's in the top. He's been in the top like five or ten all season. I would shout out Jigsaw for 31 key passes, but FIFA Talentless has brought it to my attention that corners basically guarantee a key pass. So uh no <laughs> shout out for you, Jigsaw. Uh Dorsey, from there, I think we can go on to the cup. Yeah, so we're starting to get to the nitty-gritty of our League Cup. We just had the round of 16 last night. We saw three games actually go to penalties, and us at Lyon, we beat Atletico 2-1. to one. We could have gone extra time. We had kind of a late winner, but you know, three of those games going to penalties, I'm sure that was really nerve-wracking for those clubs, but there's only one team in the top six that's even in the final eight, and you've got some clubs like Bayern and Benfica and Inter that are kind of the underdogs, and it'll be really interesting to see kind of where it goes from here. And then in the Royal Cup, it's still, because of all the reschedules we've had going on, it's a little... Kind of hard to recap. Yeah, I think once we get to the knockouts, I'll kind of talk more about that. But I thought the most interesting result was Man City piled on the pain for Orlando as they beat them 5-0. to nil. And then Juventus narrowly beat Benfica 2-1 to one and narrowly beat Barcelona 1-0. So Juve's struggles are definitely still kind of continuing. Yeah, that's the thing I enjoy about cup fixtures is, you know, no matter what, if it's real life or if it's FIFA... I don't know, cup mentality is always so different from a regular season. I don't know what it is about the cup, but there's always extra physicality. I see, I've noticed that there's 10 times more fouls in cup games just because of that, like, winner-take-all motivation of, you know, winner-stays-on kind of thing. But, yeah, I've just been thoroughly impressed with the teams that have progressed compared to their league standing, Bayern especially, some of those underdog teams that really just want to come out, come away from the season with, with the point to prove. Mm-hmm. And we've still got and Inter Milan and Bayern right now are kind of my, they just seem like teams of destiny based on who they've beaten and kind of who they have in the next round and the way they've started to play. It's what Inter's been doing all season. So, I mean, I, I believe, you know, Leon, I'm hoping we can we can find a way to win that cup. But if we don't, those are the I two teams. I think NYCFC is going to smash us. <laughs> I hope not. All right. AJ, the floor is yours. Oh, man. I don't want the floor. I really don't. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the table. Who's leading Division One? We got a couple teams dropping out of the bottom, or they haven't played. Relegation, defaulting, yada yada. It's harder in our division. We're a bunch of misfits. But uh, the cream of the crop, which I tend to cover, Bayer Leverkusen sitting at the top. But uh, Inter Milan sitting in second, twenty nine points. Barcelona twenty six points in third. Ajax twenty three in fourth, and Benfica tied. With Ajax at 23 points. Benfica did beat Ajax, and they're still undefeated since the new management came in. Exactly. Yo, yeah, let's recap on that Benfica thing, because last week, Dorsey, you said Ajax were going to pick up a win 3-2. to two. Against yes. Benfica? Benfica beat them 3-1. 3-1? So, to one. Yeah. You know, I was hoping the, the Ajax guys would back me up, but Benfica proved me wrong. They're just doing good. That's a solid team. Same thing as I feel. Barcelona, I told them they were sitting mid-table after, I think, the first week or second week, and I said they were probably going to climb. And they have, and Inter Milan has been nothing but solid. To be honest, they beat us in, in our second match, 2-0. to zero. We were unable to score on them. Just a solid team. They play very much a European style of soccer. They possess the ball. They take advantage of the openings they have. They're a hard team to score on and can frustrate you so much. Just so much. 
you end up sending two or three guys to the ball, you get out of position, and then and then before you know it, they've scored on you. Barcelona, like I said, being solid. Ajax, the recovery uh, period. And Benfica, the redheaded stepchild of Ajax, which is looking good. Ben, $70, you're probably going to have a better team than most people if Ultimate Teams taught me anything. That is probably one of the biggest things with Bidon over at Benfica. Yeah, he, he did pay to get a lot of his team released. And yeah, hats off to you, Ricky. The bonuses this Christmas would be nice. Not that we get any bonuses, but yeah, they, you spend 60 bucks. It says something to in Division One to do that. And they're doing good. I thought they would do good. I've talked to both. You know, I hope the best for both. Um, but it is kind of interesting in that, like you said, that match last Sunday. Benfica beating Ajax 3-1. to one. So that'll be interesting going forward. I got to look at the goal leaders. There's another shout-out to Ramos and IF Lewandowski. I believe that's it. So Ajax with Ramos. He's got 16 goals, and Lewandowski's tied with Benfica at 16. Uh, we got Liverpool, Mad Kev, but he plays for Bear, and he's also got 15 goals. Spider sitting fourth with 14 goals. Napoli, a mastermind with Leipzig at 12. And Rio, there we go again, Rio. He has 12 goals sitting in fifth place. So going back to the table, probably Bayer I'm most interested in. Side note, they beat us. They beat Napoli. 8-2, to two, it was rather a, a slaughter. It wasn't pretty by any means. Um, so therefore, I'd like to kind of introduce Rio. And Rio, what do you think? How, what's going to happen in the league going forward? Uh, how you feeling, buddy? Same way I felt last week and the week before that. Which was exotic. Confidence. Confidence. Sit in the top of the league. You going to hold it? What's the uh, mentality going forward? Just keep doing what you're doing or what? Play everybody like we've been playing them. What is your, like, what is, uh, in terms of, you know, you managing them? What, what do you try to preach? You know, what's you your... trying to, like, copy the notes down so you can steal a success, try to climb back up or something? Maybe, or... maybe, maybe, maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm just... The idea that we all put in our heads is, is that, you know, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I said this last time. It doesn't matter who we're playing, whether it's a River Plate, whether it's a PSV. It doesn't matter who we're playing. We play everybody the exact same way. So, you know, whether the team's got 11, whether the team's got six players, we play everybody the exact same way. And we don't take nobody, like, lightly. Who's been good competition that you enjoy going up against? Inter Milan, Arsenal. Yeah. Have they it's been? Arsenal. Have, has Inter been as problematic as as it was when we faced them? Like I, I can't remember how you guys. How did you guys do against them? We played Inter Milan in the preseason cup and we beat them three one. Then we played them on opening night in Division One and we drew nil nil. Have you got to play Barcelona, Benfica? We played Barcelona first Wednesday night and we beat them two nil. You guys are looking good, man. I can't see any holes in it. Got any holes? Everybody knows I have a vested interest in this, but you guys are looking good, man. Well, speaking of holes, I believe that Bayer Leverkusen found some in your defense when they beat you eight to two the other. I don't. Day. I don't. Uh, oh, boy. I thought that was going another I, way. I, 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 I have. I have a story to tell oh. that everybody needs to listen to. All right. All right. We're all ears. So we're setting up. Me and Ramos were setting up a friendly at seven thirty for, you know, warm-ups for the right. games because we got Napoli first. So we'll send their way for the start. And our keeper, Darkberry98, who's a great keeper and a great friend of yes. ours, he's Dutch. He's from the Netherlands. So the first game starts at 2 a.m. for him. Ooh. So he just got back from vacation, and he didn't get that much sleep the day leading up to the games. So literally 10 minutes before the game, Barry falls asleep. <laughs> so, so... 
Because we didn't have our backup keeper online because we didn't think we was going to need him. I, the starting striker, decided to go in net. And we moved our center mid to striker. <laughs> so when Sheet says eight to two, it uh, sounds bad. Uh, but when you had bad. a striker when you had a striker in net and a center mid as striker, it's ooh. a lot worse than what ooh. it was. Ooh. Oh shots fired. God, no joke, man. I'm not even gonna say what my team didn't have. You you you're trying to add let me get this right. Skill? I bring Ability? you I, no 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 a team? You get on this podcast. How about that? You're gonna add insult to injury after spanking my team eight to two. Is is that right? You gotta you gotta add a story Do- to it. Either way, Rio, I got a shout out. Whatever it was you said, man. All right, you beat us. Just look out for the next game. Next time we play, man. <laughs> next time we play, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got no ammo. I got nothing. What am I supposed to say? Kev is sitting on right now fifteen goals, five assists, thirteen key passes, and I'm sitting on twelve. Goals, six assists, and 13 key passes. Has that been confirmed? Anybody? According to my calculations, it is. This man. I'm regretting bringing you on here, but please continue. You know, just everybody on my team has been playing the way we're supposed to be playing. So, you know, sitting there first place and beating you guys 8-2, you know, doing what we've been doing, all of that, it's just what we expected to do. So, you know, it's nothing out the ordinary. Yeah, dude, I, I like that. Honestly, like, I'll talk all sorts of trash, but to have other teams in D1 that are fixtures where I know when we play you guys again, we're going to want to beat you more than anything. I'm going to hype my team up and do all sorts of stuff. And that's what we need for – that's the biggest thing we need for the league, right? Have rivalries. Have fun. Get to know the other players. That's what's fun about World Cup, you know, Euro Cup, all this stuff. You actually get to play with other guys. And I'll give you a hard time, Rio, but, you know – I'm not happy you guys beat us, but I'm proud that you guys are there, that it's a team we can play, and that if we beat you guys, we feel good about it. Yeah, guys, you don't want to to beat chump teams. Well, speaking of junk teams that are maybe starting (laughs) to get things going, Shakhtar with two wins last night. Now, one of them was a default, but they did get a real win as well. No. Really? Yes. Uh, PSV still still sitting there with zero points, the only team in PCN without a win. But like uh, Rio was saying, like other people have been saying, they keep showing up. They're trying. I'm sure that win will come at some point. So we'll just have to see. Keep track Big of that. Big hats off to Shakhtar, though. I know they've, they've well, been uh, battling for a while. For, what, three or four game days they've been battling to try to get a win, putting a team mm-hmm. together. One team I will say, though, because we played them Wednesday night, one team I will say, Club America. I'll talk to their manager. He's a cool guy. Yeah. But those guys, their keeper is absolutely unreal. We should have had about, not even trying to over-exaggerate, we should have had about six shots that he just saved that I can't even begin to explain how he did it. Uh, Gavin? Gavin? Gavin. 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 Formerly Quadrado. They also have, I was looking at uh, kind of people who might be potential targets for higher D1 teams or Super League teams for transfers. They have a defender named Richard GXX. I've seen him play center back and fullback. He leads D1 in interceptions with 38. I think he's like 10 ahead wow. of the next one. He's got really good stats all around. So I wonder if, you know, he's someone who can either help keep America pushing up the table or he might be someone that someone targets and says, hey, I want to grab that guy. Yeah, you want to get on my team or for World Cup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take you. All right, and I think that about wraps it up for our D1 discussion. And AJ is having a little bit of technical difficulties tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce the next interview, which is going to be with my main man, Feroshi, also known as Oscar, LV Catalyst, 
Atoshi Nakamoto, No More Respect, whatever you want to call him. It's been a lot of names. How you doing, Oscar? I'm doing good. What about you? Doing good, doing good. So I know you were kind of there from the start in PCN, but as a day one, or as Ricky likes to call you, how did you arrive to PCN in season one? It all started when, well, I was friends with Bob. I don't know how many people know about him, but Bob was actually trialing for a VFL Sounders at the time, which was Ricky's team. Mm-hmm. And then I just, and it was only them two playing. I joined the party, played with them. And then after one match, Ricky said, oh, do you want to sign for the team? And I said, yeah. And I joined his team. And then one day, Ricky messaged me saying, you should join my league. And then that's when I joined. I played for Benfica, the legendary super team. I think we were legendary in, in the way that we were actually pretty bad because we lost to a team that uh, only had three people while we had a full 11 for almost every match, and we still didn't get first place. Yeah, I think we finished like a couple, couple points out of first. So in your time in PCN, since you've been here since the beginning, kind of on and off, I know you've had seasons where you couldn't play as much. What do you think has been kind of your favorite team you played for, your favorite season? I think it was season five when I played for Let's Go Madrid. And the only reason I traveled for the team was because at the time, Electrical Mojo was actually managed by Stride. But then I don't know what happened, and they ended up moving to AC Milan. So then someone by the name of Ace at the time took over. And since the team basically broke up and he took over, I just asked him if I could join. And he said, why not? And then it ended up being just a whole bunch of people from Cuba. So it was pretty fun. And I learned, instead of saying fuck every time, they, they said pinga. I don't know what that means, but it was pretty fun. I'd say that was probably my favorite season so far. Quick shout out to you. You still hold the uh, all-time defensive clean sheet record from that season with 14. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one I ever did. T- what can I say, man? Yeah. During that season, I, we went 13 games, only conceding like one goal, I mm-hmm. I think our keeper had like 10 clean sheets in a row or something crazy like that. Yeah, it was, I think it was Alvarez. He only played like 10 games. So the 10 games he showed up, the 10 I games. I think he like 15, so. but he had like 12 clean sheets. Like it was, in, I've never seen a goalie had that kind of mark. No, he was, he's probably the reason I got all those clean sheets, to be honest. Well, speaking of clean sheets, as a player who's played a lot of games at center back, at fullback, at CDM, do you have a preference? Do you have a position you think is your strongest? I'd say I enjoy playing fullback the most and then CDM and then center back. I can play each one equally well, but I enjoy playing fullback better. But this season with Orlando Pirates, we're playing 3-5-2. So I'm playing center back this season. When you guys have conceded goals, has it been kind of errors or has it just been kind of you guys haven't had enough people on? Most of our goals have been just really just miscommunication. I mean, I mean, the only practice we really get are, like, the friends before the actual games. We don't really get practice, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But at the same time, when a player doesn't show up or you have three or four players that don't show up, that really messes things up because they're used to playing one way. And if they don't show up and you don't practice, then you really get screwed, which is what happened to us, I think, last night, destroyed by Man City twice. I think both games we played against them, they had 10 shots on target. 
we had a lot of players missing, so Jayway had to move people around in the midfield. And for Man City, we played the four-one-two-one-two, so that was kind of new. I guess that that screwed things up. So we just moved back to the three-five-two, and I guess that made things better. But we didn't really have a good day. So you have kind of an interesting history uh, for people that don't know. Season four, when we had our kind of Wild West Forum, one of the most frequently banned and uh, <laughs> kind of controversial figures on the forum was Oscar here. But then you also eventually became kind of one of the most productive and kind of trusted admins by the end of FIFA 17. So, you know, how was did that you- really banned like that much? I, it was at least like three or four times, which is a lot. Where he had to kind of cut you out. I don't it, getting everybody was a little wild then, but you know, how did you go from from kind of being a little loosey goosey like that to becoming an admin the next season and really being a good member of the team? To be honest, I have no idea. I mean, I went from posting links uh, of Pornhub on the forums to becoming an admin. I guess just getting on my knees and begging a Ricky really. To be fair, you were there when I posted the videos, but you were drunk. Yeah, that, that was an interesting night. Because Ricky was kind of just disappointed for a while, because he was like, you know, he's posting porn links, he's getting himself banned, but then, you you know, you got your shit together, and we've, we've had some admins come and go, and there's ones that I miss more than others, and I don't know, I thought you did a really good job. But anyway, speaking of the kind of, the Pornhub thing, or whatever, if you had to pick one of the following, Cash Cab, okay. the TV show, Taxi, the Jimmy Fallon movie, Crazy Taxi, the video game, or Fake Taxi, the, well, we all know what that is. I'd say, like, none of the above. I'm more of a, like, property bros type of guy, you know? Okay, okay. For those of you who don't know, Oscar posted, basically posted a video. It wasn't actual, actual porn, but it was basically a Donald Trump fucks America after the election and, and, uh... The the thing is, I never posted, like, a fake taxi. Yeah, Ricky didn't click on the video, so he didn't know that it was fake. No, no, the thing is, I've never posted, like, any fake taxi that the Trump fucks America all at once video is the only one I posted, but there was a lot of people in the party that just started posting, and I think Ricky started banning everyone, kept making new accounts, posting even more videos, and then since I was the one who started it. Yeah, this all was at, like, 2.30 in the morning one night. Uh, I was a little bit drunk. I didn't put anything on the forum, but I kind of kind of turned a blind eye but that was back when like the admins really you like the admins had to be on the forum at all times because something like that could go down you could literally put a post up in a second and make a new account in five seconds so looking back at it i'm surprised ricky even like stuck to like uh running in this league for like all the shit he's gone through i think well season was its second season when he moved like all of benfica to borussia dortmund and fuck over Benfica. It was just sort of like a weird, like, I went on one day and my I was on Dortmund and I was like, why am I in Dortmund? I'm on Benfica. And it was like, he didn't want Dortmund to have a manager, but then he made it so Benfica didn't have a manager and he kind of combined the two teams and, you know, I think Ricky will admit that's one of his biggest mistakes in PCN. But I do, I remember there were times in season four that I think he made a couple of posts like, you know, PCN is a, is a privilege. It's something I don't have to do. You know, if people keep acting like this, I might I might stop it. And so I think getting off that forum where people could just kind of go crazy and, you know, just learning more about how to run the league, getting some more good help. I think that's kind of what kind of kept PCN going and it's kind of made it into what it is. I mean, we've gone from first season, 10 teams, I think. All you needed was three players to a league with two uh, divisions. 
and now has its own podcast. So it's pretty amazing to see how how, how much this this has grown. Yeah, it is. And last question here: What are the origins of Papa Bless? I mean, it's really the YouTuber H3H3 or Ethan Klein. I started watching him a while back, and then with like the whole Devout Evening thing, season four, where he started blessing everyone. That's when I started saying Papa Bless. Devout Evening just inspired me to bless this league. You know, <laughs> someone has to take over. All right, well, so do we get your blessing? I mean, yes. Ricky, hope you uh, share your millions with me. All the contract buyouts, Slack on his bot, Evan is bot, Alex is bot. I mean, who knows how much money he's rolling in, you know? Papa bless. All right, I think that'll do it. Thank you so much, Oscar, for coming on. All right, thank you. Papa bless, man. Papa bless. All right, we will be back next week once again uh, with another hot and fresh podcast. So until next time, have a good one, you guys.